Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host. I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a big shout out to all of our Patreon patrons out there. For as little as $5 a month, you could be one of them. And let me start by just, you know, saying their names because I love each and every one of them. Let's start with Terry J, Justin M, Tracy B, Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P, Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kel C, Shannon E, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F, James Nally J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ev Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Noel R, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Panties, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Big thank you to all of them. And you can join our Patreon and get access to over 90-something different episodes of exclusive content. We're releasing more all the time. It's exciting time to be a Patreon member. We also have watch parties, and we have our little Facebook group. It's a great little thing. Also, I'd like to thank our sponsor at Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, send them to Ludlam Dramatics, where they can get, oh my goodness, the best resources for the educational theater classroom. No one else makes instructional theater posters that explain how to do stage makeup or parts of a stage or the basics of being in the audience. There are so many fundamentals that they cover and no one else does. So go to Lud Lamb Dramatics and get what you need. Woo! That covers just about everything. I did it kind of quick. We recorded last weekend with myself, Space Pounties, Count, and Zola, and Bunny Fufu was there, the little tiny Fufu. I got to squeeze her. It was wonderful. But um, the Patreon, not the Patreon gods, the Podbean tech gods deleted the episode we recorded. So we recorded another one last night. So you guys get to hear Space Pounties and everything, and it is beautiful and wonderful. I hope you enjoy episode 158, Positive. Positivity. Love you guys. Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by Lady Shathead. Hey, the pleasure's all mine to be here. I'm so glad you're here. And also Mama Chicken. Rotisserie, rotisserie, rotisserie. <laughs> and also with us today, Count Chocolate. Hey, what's up, everybody? Greetings from the Chocolate One. I like that. And also, Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, and also by special request, Space Panty. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, oh, you. Yeah. Hey, I am so happy we're all here. Guys, I just finished yoga, and I had a brilliant weekend with Space Panties that was really chill and kind of reset my clock, which was something I really needed and wanted. 
And I had this yoga class that was wonderful today. And I started thinking about you guys and how much I love all you guys. And I'm so glad you're here. I just want to say I love you, man. Because, you know, sometimes it just feels really nice. And like, I'm so grateful Mama Chicken really liked the podcast. And she like called in and was such a friend of the podcast. And now she's on the podcast. And Lady Shathia is like the most upbeat, cheerful, like cheerleader who might stab you a little bit or think about stabbing you. And her partner's the coolest guy ever. And there's Count, who's just amazing. And he follows his heart. And he'll just reach out to people because he's interested and start talking to them. Like, he went to like this, this influencer's gym. He's like, hey, I like what you do. You're great. And like they worked out together. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I almost died. <laughs> and he, he almost killed you. But the fact that you do that is amazing. Thank you. And like there's Bunny who just has the warmest heart and is the most beautiful soul. And I love the fact that her and her amazing husband have put all of this sweetness into this beautiful daughter, the Fufu, who I got to squeeze last weekend. It, it's just amazing. And it makes me so happy that there's more Bunny love out there through her daughter. It's incredible. It makes me happy. And there's Space Panties. And Space Panties warms my heart. And she is so special to me. And I love her. And I was in yoga and I'm stretching. And all of a sudden, like, her image popped in my brain. And I just started smiling. And I was like, hey, space panties. Yeah, because I'm dopey like that. But life is good. But I have to think of good, happy things. Because sometimes I'll look on the internet about what teachers are doing. And it's just, yeah, there, there's just, there's stressful, shitty situations out there. So when I see something positive or if I'm feeling positive, I am going to run towards it and embrace it with full, open heart just because, there is so much nastiness at the world. We got to make sure we're sucking in all the good stuff at the same time, especially with all the internets and social medias and them phones and them TikToks. You have to, you have to keep your eyes on the positive stuff. I saw a horrible video, probably on the Reddits, of uh, this teacher who was trying to get into their classroom, but apparently the kids have turned it into a game to not let her into the classroom because it'll eat the first ten or fifteen minutes of class and they'll tug on the door. And so one of them finally put their hands like in the door and the teacher grabbed the door and pulled it shut and it smashed on the kid's hand. And then like the kid opened the door and then cold clocked the teacher in the face and knocked her down. Oh. And I was like, and there's like people videotaping and screaming and like in the classroom outside. And I was like, this is, this is horrible. That is hell. I can't imagine being in the, a teacher in that situation and I think all of us have been in some situation where you've clearly like lost control of the classroom. Like this is not going the way it needs to. I need to, something here needs to change. And it's just a complete hell. And I feel my heart goes out because I feel like there's a lot of teachers right now who are in that situation where admins just kind of let it go to shit. Maybe not as bad as that particular video at that school, but there's just so much toxic stuff out there. And it's so scary to think to be in a classroom where you don't have control or you feel you're failing at it. And it's just a miserable, horrible, horrible feeling. And yeah, that video scared the crap out of me. There's enough negativity for 500 million. Like, uh, there's there's way too much that's out there. So I'm with you and and flooding, you know, your personal space and your, I guess, your spirit of influence of just pumping as much positivity into it as you can because, like, the negativity is everywhere. Um, I am finding and celebrating every victory possible, um, whether it be trying a new flavor of ice cream, (laughs) um, (laughs) holding a (laughs) foo-foo or 
literally just seeing people that you enjoy and and you're very fond of. Um, I'm cherishing every memory that puts a smile on my face. And I'm glad I had those experiences over this weekend mm-hmm. because they pop into my head, like you said, um, all day today. And it brings a smile to my face and I get to tell my coworkers about all the fun mm-hmm. stuff I get to do. And, you know, I had a really, really, like really good interaction with parents today, which is not always the case with me, especially at the end of the quarter. Normally it's like panic and pandemonium, but yeah, it, it was good. And I love finding the positive in it. And that's a, a phenomenal way to carry yourself through each day daily. And it's tough to do. Yeah. There is a lot of good out there. So I'm all for um, that positive energy and let's keep it up. Let's keep it going. Yeah, I try. I try. I am not positive all the time. I think everyone, I don't think nobody, and I don't think anybody is positive all the time. I think you would probably destruct or there'd be too much, you know, fake it till you make it. But Ooh, right now when I feel it, I jump towards it with so much enthusiasm. And that's one of the things I like about Miss Lady Shathiad, who is a really good encourager of people. Lady, <laughs> what are your views on bringing positivity into your life? Uh, I think boundaries are really important. And I think overall health is really important to finding joy. And I think love is unconditional. And as long as you are consistent, you know, especially as a teacher, your students know how much you care. And as long as you are consistent with your, your patients and telling them how much you love them and caring about them, asking about their personal lives, bringing positivity into the classroom, even when it's not necessarily curriculum related, it helps so much. I'm telling you, I'm having the best year I've ever had and I start every single class period with sharing good things where students have the opportunity to express positivity, things that are going on good in their lives. And even if they don't share every single day, they're hearing it. They're hearing other students. They're hearing their classmates and their teachers share the good things. They don't have to be monumental good things, but it's an everyday thing. We start the class off with positivity and I smile and I love them through every challenge that they have. And I have hardly any issues at all. And these kids have so much more joy this year than I've had in a group of students in the past years. I, I just have a positive school environment this year because it's, I've just tried to keep it consistent. Now, Mama, I know sometimes you have rough days in the classroom. Like, we all have fucking rough days in the classroom. So you might not find your happy place inside the school building. Or maybe you do. But what are you doing to keep positive or to keep you going outside of the classroom or just to keep it alive? What's going on with you? Well, I mean, I think it's just inherent in in the fact I teach middle school that there are going to be rough days because hormones and feelings and blah. But... I do find joy in the school. I find joy in my students because I've, I've learned that, first of all, not to take it personally. Um, they're just kids <laughs> trying to figure out, and, and they really need that adult who can be there anyway and love them anyway, even when they're impossible. So I, I try to like have a sense of humor and just really enjoy those like positive connections I make, like one positive thing, like Lady Shathiad was saying, one positive thing from a student can just make your day. 
you know, and so I just try to focus on that. And, and also I believe in feeling the feels. I believe that, you know, it's going to hurt sometimes and that's okay. And, and hurt and, and then move on. (laughs) My mom always told me I got a, a pity party. You get one pity party, you know, just feel it, revel in it, eat that pint of ice cream, like cry yourself to sleep, whatever you got to do. As long as you know the next day you wake up and you move on. I have a hard time feeling the feels sometimes. Like I can feel mushy, but like the sad feelings and the angry ones, I tend to tuck those in because. Well, ooh. I feel like if I if I tuck it in, then it comes out when I don't mean it to in like very negative ways instead of just allowing myself to be human. But I think that's a gift my mom gave me. Bunny, what about you? What are your thoughts on all this? Um. I think it's super important to have something that is just yours that you can look forward to and that you find fulfilling if you want to put it in the category of self-care or whatnot. Um, I, as much as I love the fufu and I love my husband and I love my students and, and you know, it's, this is no shade toward any of that, but like, it's good to have just your thing that you do by and for yourself sometimes. And for me, I have gotten back into going to church choir this year and just going and singing for an hour and a half. Singing gives you endorphins and endorphins make you happy and happy people don't shoot their husbands. Great way to use the quote. A brilliant way to bring the quote. Well done. And now, Space Panties, what's your thoughts? What keeps you positive? I think you know, um, because you did a very good job of treating me to all the things that I needed this weekend. Um, (laughs) Elvis, you know, I've had a shitty last couple of weeks, and Elvis was saying, holding it all in, and I feel like that's been me in my life the last couple of weeks. And, um, like I could feel it in my body leaving as I did the restorative things, like went on a hike and did yoga and like a meditative state. And so for me, that's the most important thing. And just kind of like Bunny was saying too, you have to find that thing that you can do by yourself and for yourself. And that has to be all self-motivated, like, Elvis, I was, I know has said that he's enjoyed going to yoga and I love going with him. But the first time I shared that, I said, this is really important to me and I'm not going to give this up. Some of the time I need to do it by myself as much as I care about you and I love you. um, Sometimes we can go by ourselves, but it also kind of needs to be the thing that I do for me to like reset mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all the things. All right. Well, that was our little bit on positivity. Thank you guys. I love you. Do, do, do. Okay, this is from Reddit user Lady Wilds Banshee. Broke up a girl fight today. More like a jumping. One kid never saw it coming. I've never actually been that close to a fight before. The sound of punches landing on that poor girl's sides and back was really upsetting. There were kids around videoing, not breaking it up. No admin around, just the teacher on lunch duty. A coworker and I heard it and were able to get there first. We pulled them apart and managed to disperse the crowd. I ended up having a panic attack after it was all over. I never expected it to be that upsetting. 
So I got home and started to tell the story to my husband, who cut me off, saying, I don't need a play-by-play. That gutter rat is going to end up where she belongs. Okay. Uh, I was processing something, but thanks for listening. Great compassion for your partner, who had the worst day yet in 10 years of teaching. Great compassion for a kid, now that I think of it, who is not actually a gutter rat, but someone deeply traumatized. Sometimes I feel so alone I could weep. Oh, that's that's horrible. Uh, there's a lot to unpack in this one, so I'm going to start with uh, the first um, the, the first paragraph here because it's really really rough breaking up a fight because there is so much negativity. I, I'm not get all like stoner, but there's so like much energy and stuff going around, and when there's a physical altercation and you get in the middle of it, you kind of end up catching a lot of that, especially if you're kind of a, an empathetic person who can kind of feel all the feels. And when kids are videoing it, they're not actually experiencing it. They're watching on a screen, and so it's just like another TikTok to them. They're numb, especially if they have that camera up. You get caught with that. So even after the fight's over and the kids have like had their little catharsis and punched and had a chance to calm down, you have all this crap that's been passed to you. And that's really, really hard to process, especially if it's like, hey, go back to class now. you got 30 kids waiting on you. And then if you go home and your partner's not very supportive, it's just, that that's tough. That's, that's rough. That's absolutely a thing. Like, it definitely, however you want to think of it, the vibes, the energy, the, just the mood, whatever. Like, there was a fight in the cafeteria a couple of weeks ago, and it affected like you could feel the tension the vibes the whatever in the room shift and an hour and a half later when my kids who were in that lunch came to my class like they were still amped up and they were still like twitchy and talking about it like an hour and a half later and it wasn't even that big of a fight like one of our admins was in lunch duty at that time and he like sprinted across the cafeteria to pounce on the kid that had started it and like pulled them apart. And it, it wasn't even as dramatic of a thing as in the story, but I mean, like it definitely affected the kid's vibe. Like we ended up doing a a meditation, like not meditation, but like a guided, like breathing. Okay. We're going to breathe in. We're going to breathe out. Okay. We're, we're releasing the weird vibes. Okay. Like it, it was it's a definite thing. No, it's very real. Mama? Oh, yeah. It, it will freaking shake you up. Like, uh, I mean, like adrenaline, crazy, like negative. Yeah. I, I, I went years and years and years and years and never had to break up a fight. And then I had one year with a weak admin and I broke up four freaking fights. Me. Mm. Little, I'm like all of five, too. Like broke up four fights. It's it's woo. Yeah, I get that. Lady, either of you? Oh yeah, I've I had an incident uh, several years ago where it was very very brief. Uh, there was two students who just had just a couple of uh, comments to each other. Just a, was no build up really. And just one comment triggered another kid and he just like popped him right in the face. And that was it. That was, that was the whole fight. One pop to the face, but it was so sudden and so, um, such a surprise to all the students in the classroom that when I got them out of the classroom and came back, 
um, and, you know, relieved the teacher that had stepped in. Like I had students crying. I had students just like trying to process it themselves because they didn't understand the trigger. They didn't understand the reaction of violence. And it was, I mean, I couldn't teach for the rest of the day because we just had to process as a group, you know, what a trigger is and how we can help each other. And it, it was very shocking to many students who don't always expect violence at school because some of our students are very sheltered and come from homes where they haven't experienced violence before. And so when they see it firsthand for the first time in a classroom that they thought was safe, it's, it's traumatizing. Now, I dated a girl a long, long time ago who would vomit if there was a fight around her. Like something about she was hypersensitive to violence. So if she was somewhat around people and they started fighting. I remember we went to a bar and like someone started getting rough and she got sick. It's like, I have to go. I can't be here. It's like, oh, wow. That it triggered some kind of extreme anxiety. But you're right. For kids who have never seen that, luckily for them, they haven't had to experience physical violence or people in their own house. But that can that can mess them up. Space panties. What about you? I I think that's a great point that you were bringing up with just not to be too hippy dippy, but like the energy around a fight. Because I hadn't thought of that. I've just thought like, oh no, what if one breaks out in my classroom? Which I haven't had to deal with in my classroom. The one time that that did happen last year it was because I had a sub and the first story that you told about like kids blocking out uh, a teacher from the classroom, like that's what happened with the students. And I just came back and I was devastated because one, like, you know, what kind of stuff happened while I was out with the sub, but two, like I thought we had better classroom rapport. And so that affected me, but yeah, everything that you're saying and just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think of like somebody vomiting from physical violence, but also bringing that up, like that some people are emotionally triggered just from violence because of their upbringing. So yeah, there's, there's a lot to unpack there, but also the completely unsupportive partner is, I I can't even fathom that, like that would make it feel kind of hopeless in a sense in that, you know, you need your one safe person, not just in the classroom, I think as Bunny was saying, but like, you need that when you go home too, you need that one positive outlet and that like, you need some way to get it out and not harbor that negative energy inside of you. Count, do you have any thoughts about all this? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't want to, we, we had a fight on campus. I think it was last Friday. It was last Friday. Cause I was like, I just remember saying Friday was like a handful of a day, but um, as soon as we were able to separate the students one immediately in the one who I would say she, she won the fight. She wasn't the aggressor at the beginning, but once she got hit, like a switch went off and kids always say they black out, but she didn't black out, but she just started wailing on this other girl and it was all done. She like was instantly in tears. I don't think she got hit at all besides the first punch that the other girl landed, but she just proceeded to just absolutely 
melt down and was like, I've been telling teachers for weeks, for months, this girl's been bullying me. My mama's been up here for like five days, five different times. No one's listening to me. She had it coming. I didn't want to do it. Y'all saw me try to walk away. And and then like she gets pulled into like the counseling office and it all just comes out. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't want to do it. And she just cried. And when I said, and, and when um, the comment was made, like the energy changed, the whole energy for the entire day came. It ended up being like a bullying report, a police report. The girl had social media messages that she had taken to like other people. And I'm sad to say it felt like there was a lot of negligence on our campus as a result. And she fought her way out of it. But we had a meeting about it four days later. Um, so that's like, I, I hadn't seen that in a while that after a, a big physical altercation, someone who wanted no part in it was just like everything just poured out. Like she was just absolutely done. But I also say that, but I also know that if you witnessed it and that's not something you ever really see or want or want to be a part of or be affiliated with to not have a supportive partner to say that to. And then they just absolutely dismiss. And then the response is something as demeaning as what, you know, her partner said, nah, I could like, I, I'm not saying that would have been a deal breaker in a relationship, but that would, I, I would have, I would have walked away from that and had to come back and like, Hey, this can never happen again. Either I will never open up to you again about it, or you will change the way you respond, but let's not. But there's ways to communicate that and deal with it as opposed to saying, hey, I don't need a tape play-by-play, that gutter rat, which is horrible. Let's, let's go ahead and get to that. I mean, here's the thing. I know there are kids that suck. Like They don't suck as people, but it, they, they provide a shitty experience when you're around them. And most of them, I want to say like, Probably 98%, it's really through no fault of their own. They've come from really shitty situations in one way or another. Even if they've had everything given to them, maybe someone's not giving them the love they need. And they're not shitty humans. They're just having a shitty experience. And unfortunately, you are part of it. And it's just, we have to find a way to process them. But I don't like the idea of condemning or dooming any student. I feel like... Yeah, some of them probably won't have a great ending, but I don't want that for them. And I believe anyone can turn stuff around, even unfortunate circumstances. I've seen some kids do some really amazing things. I always think, and, and like this is a, a guiding principle in me as a teacher and a human being, I b- truly believe there are no bad kids. There are only kids who make poor choices. And I, I just have a hard time believing a child is bad you know um they have so much potential to choose better for themselves even though i know that there's a lot of situations that are out of their control i feel like it's one of those sometimes at times like nobody calls my brother fat but me kind of thing like i love hearing you say that that always makes me smile but keep going i mean like I've been known to call my kids, you know, all this little butthead in my class, blah, blah, blah. But somebody who doesn't know them and love them and care about them better not say a word. Like, we 
we have those high expectations because we know them and love them and care, but somebody else just writing them off automatically who doesn't know them, I'm like, no, no, no. No, you don't. I I don't know. Maybe that's hypocritical, but I like even the kids that I'm like, this kid makes me want to string them up by their toenails. If, if Mr. O'Hare had called one of them a gutter rat, I would have been like, whoa, 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 no, no, excuse you. No, a hundred percent. I don't think that's hypocritical. I think that's just being human. That's having feelings and emotions. Because when you have these kids act a certain way around you or make these bad choices, it's going to irritate you. That is normal. However, if you're someone who just has that level of love and caring or, you know, most teachers, like you might not individually love and want to tuck in every one of your students, but you don't want to see anything bad happen to them either. And that's not hypocritical. That's just being a compassionate human. And these people can, these kids, these humans can irritate the fuck out of you and drive you crazy. But you don't want bad things. You might want to get away from them. You might not want to see them for a while. I feel that way with my family sometimes. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, but if you do start wishing ill upon your students, um, like I hope she gets in a car wreck or something, um, yeah, go to therapy. Or maybe go to a different school. You don't have to quit teaching, but if you're getting to the point where you're wishing ill upon students, yeah, just you need some deep breaths there. I get the feeling and I get the response, but yeah. Space panties? Yeah, I was going to add on to what you and Bunny were saying is that that's one reason why I left the school I was at and was only there for a year because just the culture, the admin were just not great. There was a fight that broke out in front of my classroom. I was pregnant at the time too. And I remember that just being traumatic. Like I need to get away. I can't break it up even though it's there. Um, but I remember a lot of the teachers even saying comments like that, not necessarily like hood rat as terrible as that, but kind of like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. They're not going to go anywhere. You know, they're not going to go to college, all kinds of comments like that. And bunny, you were so right. Like the, you can, you can't call my brother fat comment. Like, no, like if you're saying those kinds of things, you shouldn't be in teaching and I don't want to be around that. Yeah. I, I just feel like that's, that's just a symptom of you're not doing well in your mental health. If you're starting to really think poorly of these kids or wish them ill, you, you need a break. You need to do something about you. It might not be the kids. You might just, and it could be you're in a shitty situation and you need to get out of there. There's nothing wrong with that either. It doesn't make you a horrible human being because you want to leave because kids are shitty or something like that. But yeah, we don't want to wish ill upon our kids. No, 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 no. Because that's, you need a different profession. If you go into the job with racial tendencies or like you just don't like certain kinds of people or you feel like, oh, they always, yeah, you don't need to be teaching then. That's not for you. No, go find something else. Go to therapy. I recommend therapy. It's great for everything, even racism. But um bum Hey guys, guess what? what? What is it? We have a Patreon. No. Oh, what? Hey, I figured out the unmute button. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's right. We have a Patreon. And for as little as $5 a month, you can join and get access to special Facebook groups, watch parties, our signature live stream sessions. And we also have lots and lots of unreleased content that you can only access via the Patreon. And you get it streamed right to your device where you can hear almost... Almost a hundred special little episodes that are only available for you. So go check it out and do it now! Woohoo! Yeah! Would you rather rep- only reply to questions using Bible scripture or adopt and raise a coffee mug as your own child? Easy. Once again, my friends, would you only would you rather reply to questions using only Bible scriptures or adopt and raise a coffee mug as your child? This is the first one where I want to do both. (laughs) Right? Okay, I'm not the only one. Yeah, because you could really like stymie some people with some Bible quotes. My brother had a had a favorite thing growing up where his, you know, his favorite Bible verse was Jesus wept and he would just that would be his response to everything. So I think I can adopt that for a while. <laughs> Lady, what about you? Do you have a favorite coffee mug or would you rather just start spouting scripture? Oh, I I would rather just adopt the coffee mug. Absolutely. I mean, I have one with me all the time anyway, so it wouldn't really change my lifestyle that much. (laughs) You just have lots of different Instagram pics now. It's like, here is me, you and Captain Dumas posing with your coffee mug. Like, it's our first trip to the beach together. And just be like, so sweet. You could put it on those blankets with the numbers, like how many months old. (laughs) That would be I might actually just do this for fun and have like... (laughs) Cat pictures around the coffee mug just incorporated into our family photos. I think that's good. It's got to be a cool one. I have like three mugs that I'm very passionate about. And if they were to get like broken or something, I'd be sad. One of my favorite mugs, the butt mushroom mug. Yeah, it has a little chip on it from when I took it in the car and it got clicked against something on the floorboard. And that, but I love the butt mushrooms mug. I would, I, I feel I could share that one. It makes me happy. Hmm, Bunny, what about you? I'm genuinely conflicted because, like, the mug would obviously be cheaper and you would have much better photo ops. But I feel like with some research, you could really have some fun and, like, mess with people's heads with the right, like, scripture responses to things. Like, I don't know, Jesus got sassy sometimes. So I'm pretty sure there would be like some (laughs) biblical smackdowns that could occur. You know, I'd have to learn a lot more Bible verses because I've only got like four. I'm kind of an Old Testament guy, if you catch my meeting. And um, but I do like the idea of just starting to speak to people in Latin if they're pissing me off. But I got to go with the butt mug. I think I'm going to celebrate the butt mug. It's going to be my friend. I don't drink coffee. The only time I ever use a coffee mug is if I'm eating ice cream out of it. Um, and I don't like drink tea. I feel like, you know what, if I were going to choose, I would choose the scriptures part because there's some funny things in there. There's the scriptures about when they go into different land because there was much booty there. So I would use that or, um, like, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I would do that. I just have a really hard time with people who, um, abuse and misuse scripture and especially take it out of context. So I feel like I would have to, be 
like harmonically sound <laughs> with that. But I'm up for the challenge, so maybe I'll go with I. I don't. I, I just don't know if all questions can be answered with a scripture. Maybe that's. I hope that's not like sacrilegious, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm going with the scripture just to see how it goes. Base panties, you said you couldn't choose between the two. What's it gonna be? The mug or the Bible? Oh, I have to pick. I I probably would go with the coffee mug because I always keep one in my classroom. And so the other thing that came to mind is that would be a really funny way to fuck with children. Like keep it going cuz I'm already pretty sarcastic and I like to see who catches on to my clever sarcasm at least i think it's clever um so it'd be pretty funny to to do that and see you know who actually believes that it's a thing like i care so passionately about this mug that i can't let it die and i can't let it drop and i just need to keep it and it's my baby and yeah i I think i'd have some fun with that mama did you decide i can't remember i'm a little big so forgive me Uh, i mean i'm i'm half and half but i'm leaning more towards a team Mug baby. I'm kind of with you. The mug baby seems like you would have to think a lot less. Be a really affordable way of like childcare. Because man, preschool and all that cost a lot. Babysitters cost a lot. Bunny, did you give your final your final answer? I did not give a final answer. I think I'm going to I think I'm gonna go with the the quoting scripture at people because I feel like yes. the right response would really tick some people off. I like that. I can see what you doing lawful that. evil. Would that be like lawful evil, I guess? Yeah, I think so. But that's good. It's better than like chaotic evil. So go roll with it, bunny. I like it when you're evil. It's so rare. Well, I like all this. Good answers, guys. All right, friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'd like to thank all the hosts who are with me today, starting with Miss Mama Chicken. Thanks for having me. Sorry. (laughs) It's all good. I'd like to thank Lady Shathian. Of course. So glad to be here. It was great to have you here. And Miss Bunny O'Hare. It was a pleasure as always. This was delightful. And also my friend Count Chocolate. Chocolate is vital for our survival. Thank you for having me. Uh, I've enjoyed this immensely this evening. No, this has been great. I needed this today. And last but not least, my favorite, my love, Spurs Panties. (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't take that seriously. All right, bye, everybody. (laughs) All right, friends, everyone out there, take care of yourselves. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers! Woohoo! All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank all the hosts who helped us out today, as well as all the patrons you can join for as little as $5 a month. Also, if you have something you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, hit us up through the contact page for our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. You can also leave a voicemail that we could play on the air. It would be awesome. I am, um, yes, yeah, see our sponsor, Love Them Dramatics, join the Patreon, tell a couple people about this. What's help get word going about this. We are like 160 episodes almost. So yeah, let's tell people about it. All right. It's Tuesday night. This is going out in like three hours. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I love all you guys. Thanks for listening. Keep it up. Kisses, smooches. Mwah. Mama.
didn't mean to make you cry. Oh, I found it. Okay. Yay. Okay. All right. Thanks for being here, Mama.